0: What is up, everybody? I have Jim to my right, Mr. Ryan Muckenhern across from me. Gentlemen, I'm drunk. Oh, my gosh. I'm drunk off 300 rum. That's right. We're talking about the 300 rum today. And we might be punch drunk because that thing packs a wall up on the front end and the back end. It's got some recoil. Is it worth it? That's that, Maybe that's a question we'll get to eventually. But, uh, Ryan, that's why we have you and, and uh, my plethora of notes here that you guys were oh, making fun I'll, of me earlier yeah, about. I'll have what he's having. Uh, <laughs> the 300 rum, Ryan. What do we, what do we got going on here? And, and I'll be fact-checking you the whole way with my notes here.
1: Well, I want to back up. And something that I've noticed more and more often as I work with you is you are really good at dad jokes, puns. When you dad. Re- when you you retire, well, I know, but when you retire, Laffy Taffy.
0: Oh, there! You could write the little things on there.
1: Phenomenal! I'm drunk. That's how he starts, and then ties it all in. Incredible!
2: That is a feat of inc- yeah, it's extraordinary. Well, thank you. Audio. Can you imagine, like, ability, of all the yeah. things, that's your talent? Great.
1: Pretty good, bud.
2: <laughs> Entries and transitions. That's awesome.
1: We cool. started it at the bottom, and now we on top. Three hundred rum.
2: Three hundred rum. As we're, big as
1: they get. It's like the the largest commercial thirty caliber magnum out there.
2: Is it really like it's, you're gonna? That's... Well,
1: there's 3378 Weatherby, and if we're going on physical dimensions, I guess maybe that one gets it. But it's a dandy of a round, yeah. Uh, it's big. Now, I was re- that just I remember just... when it was new, yeah. but it's not new 1999. No, it's I. I remember as well when it came out. I remember thinking that at that time I was maybe a lad of nine or 10. <sighs> I'm thinking that's what a guy needs for Minnesota whitetails.
2: Ryan, see, I oh. get skeptical about things that are just big. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quick try and transition to what I was actually getting at. Would yeah? Before everyone's minds really go down the gutter, but but I get skeptical because in today's day and age, you got things that are giant for good reason. Let's just say. A Ram 3500 dually. That's mm. that's big for good reason, right? Yeah, they got things that are big for no reason whatsoever, like a donked Southern jacked up on rubber band tires truck. That's just big for being big. You I call I mean? those
1: I call those tar babies. You just drive them on the tar,
2: right? It is. That's not what this is, is it? I mean, did they just make well, it big for the sake of being big, or, or does it actually so? Yes, have a reason and, for this.
1: Yes and no. Um. It's a pretty modern case when you look at it. When we're when we're looking um, contextually at modern cases, so we've eliminated the belt. Mark, thankfully, has brought some visual aids for so us. Let me get this out of the way. We have uh, an old three hundred Win Mag here. This was the thirty caliber standby for a long time. Classic. Yep, it is a classic. Um, I don't have a three hundred Weatherby here, although I feel I should have. Because um, that was another super magnum, nineteen forty-four. God, I could have. I think I've got one downstairs. <clears throat> I know I've got one down there too. Um, and then we have the three hundred rum. So, so a couple things right away: sharp shoulder, straight body, minimal taper, and no belt.
0: Mm-hmm. So what on it? the on the
1: rum on the rum the the win mag still has that uh, you know characteristic magnum belt. Um, let rum.
0: me let me ask you this, Ryan, about that belt yep. on the three hundred win. Mm-hmm. When I was looking at some of my uh, stuff here, they're not even—they're uh, not—it's not even uh, non-functional. Not, it doesn't even do anything.
2: No, because they're doing even everything back, off the shoulder. Yep. Well, even back when they first started doing belts, it
1: didn't do anything or right. No, they did then. That oh, was a yeah, okay. A, a, kind of a two thing: control headspace and make it stronger. Uh, but that, we don't do that anymore.
0: What about the feeding with the belt though? That, I know now we're talking about the yeah. three hundred win right now. In uh, contrast, uh, yeah. but okay.
1: So on belts, I my hunting partner once made fun of me because i had a 300 Weatherby, and he was making fun of the radius shoulder and that belt he's like you're gonna have all kinds of problems and i think he was just kind of poking me i did have a feeding issue caused by a belt once really i did what happened uh the belt hooked another belt oh and it was i think it was one of those like perfect storms i've never i've never been able to duplicate this we shoot 300 wind mag down to the range never had a problem I have a 300 wind mag, never had a problem, th- never had a problem. Mm-hmm. And one time I did and it hooked another belt and I had this awesome double feed thing. The round that was below the round that I was att- uh, attempting to feed kind of went up the feed ramp and kind of jockeyed the round going into the chamber in a particular fashion that I just stopped at my tracks, looked at it, I pulled the bolt back, I dumped the floor plate, fished around out of the ground, <laughs> closed the floor plate, threw it on the close it up, and got the job done. A, a case
0: when two is not better than one. That
1: is correct. Mm-hmm. And in fact, a case when two cases is not better than one.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, I've it's read about that. Mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't but think then, like, I wonder I how big a deal it actually I, is. It's
1: kind of like when you were little and you thought that quicksand was going to be a big deal. Yeah. Nah.
0: I stepped into, uh, Boy, that one really a, like, strange. a peat bog hole. That's different. In southeast Alaska. That's like quicksand. Yeah. but Well,
2: it's, except it was much faster.
1: Yeah, you think about quicksand. Quicksand, you thought was going to be a huge deal.
2: Back to the 300 rum. Yep. What's the What's the whole history behind this thing? So,
1: in America, generally, bigger is better. As we have a lot of jacked up trucks driving around. we alluded to that. Yeah. Big tires. Um, this was This was a, a real stomper of a cartridge. And the goal was we want a mega powerful 30 caliber magnum round that can be fired out of a fairly standard action. Um, and this was like the biggest case available to make that work without doing, you know, an unconventional strange design or adhering a belt to it. Um, the case is based off of an old cartridge called a 404 Jeffries, which was like a mm, um, yes. an African hunting cartridge. And there's been a lot of really cool cartridges based off of 404 Jeffries um, that share similar dimensions to this. In fact, our 65 BC draws a little bit of its power from the same or similar case dimensions um but this was this was the thing so you take a 404 jeffrey um straighten it out a little bit shorten it up a little bit neck it down give it a sharper shoulder you can chamber it in seven millimeter 30 338 and 375 and then you have the rum pallet yeah um, and they are remarkably popular so this dethroned the 300 weatherby um, and and really got into 33 or 3378 weatherby territory well well into 33378 30, 378 Weatherby. Boy, that's a tongue twister. Um, and it is. It's, a, it's an absolute stomper of a cartridge. Um, you know, I think I think the loaded velocity with the 180 was like 3,200 and change. Um, so fast. That's, that, nice. that's, that's what, nice. That's what
0: I'm seeing between, I've, I was looking at kind of a, a smattering of, of factory loadings with 180s actually predominantly, and you're seeing, yeah, between th- 31 and 32 yeah. on average. Yeah.
1: So a big, big, big powerhouse. Um, and then, a- again, they also did it in 7, 338, and 375.
2: And presumably you could load this up with a pretty heavyweight projectile as well and yes. still have a lot of case capacity, correct? So,
1: well, yes and no. So the, the round in front of you is a 220 grain ELDX. This is a large one, okay. Yes, and you'll notice it doesn't show you much of the bullet. Most it's not of sticking it,
2: out very far, no. is it? No, you're right, it's not.
1: Most of it is um, buried into the case well below the shoulder neck junction
2: well it's same but neither is the uh neither is the 300 wind mag over here and then we always talked about well, well yeah if you're gonna really be loading up a big bullet then that's where the 300 wind mag can go outshine the 300 wisdom mm-hmm. you know one of the only times
1: maybe that it can now what are we looking at we're looking at 300 prc mm. so Hello, they gorgeous. are using the case design and the neck to do the job that otherwise the case body and powder capacity was doing on the rum. Um and they get very, very similar ballistics out of the two. So they're they're very close. Um the rum might have it just a bit because there is more powder and propellant in there to push that projectile. But the PRC, remarkably more efficient design. Um, the rum is great though. It's it's a hyper velocity, hard-hitting cartridge, and it does if if you have a rifle chambered in rum, carry a ton of payload downrange. Um, but okay. there there may be more. Efficient options out there as we've progressed, you know, two plus decades in cartridge design. Um, I've known quite a what year was this 99. 99 mm-hmm. turn of the century. Yep.
0: Yep. As far as velocities go with the 300 ROM, you know, you can load some 150s in there, it's screaming hot like in the 34s. Yeah. 34 or 50 or
1: something like and, that. And if you're, you can do more. Um, I know some shooters that have some custom 300 rums. Um, and they're using them on longer actions or they're single feeding them. Uh, and they're, they're putting up numbers that are astronomical. You know, they're utilizing all the case that they can. They're not eking into the powder capacity with such long 30 caliber projectiles. And they're pushing them at just warp speed. Mm. Um, you know, and, and it is, it is a, a wild cartridge. It's, it's very powerful.
2: What are, um, what are barrels like for a 300-round rifle? Like, when, you know, when we're talking about twist rate and all that, like what contour are you usually having to get? Probably a larger contour.
1: Yes and no. Uh, so Remington sold the 700 SPS, which is just their standard synthetic stocked gun Yeah. with a, a sporter contour barrel, so nothing heavy. Um, you know, fairly lightweight gun. Very uncomfortable to shoot. I can imagine. Yeah, uh, in that 26-inch tube on that. Um, take advantage of that or that powder and and eke out as much velocity as possible um but then again the sky's the limit like this could be chambered theoretically in any 700 long action with an appropriate bolt face um you know and if if you choose to do a different barrel contour on their hot dog um good friend of mine uh dallas actually has a 300 rum that he hunted with me with that gun he was single feeding he was loading his out quite far uh, a heavyweight it was a 200 and i think a 210 or a 215 grain 30 caliber projectile at the time uh, and getting just warp speed velocity out of it and his was just a, a 700 i believe it was one of their heavy barrel kind of police style sniper rifles um and uh it was an awesome gun shot very well uh, not comfortable to shoot regardless mm. a lot of uh a lot of gun there like i said probably not the most efficient cartridge on the planet but
0: a lot of gas though we love we're,
1: it. It's okay. endearing. Well, Do let me ask that.
0: You look at when this came out. Yeah. 99. Yep. I think I bought my first rangefinder in probably 2003. Yeah. So this is kind of like... I think rangefinders were definitely a thing. Oh, sure. But I would say crude by today's standards. Yep. Oh, and, gosh. And, yeah. um, you know, you look at like a 150 going in the 34s. I don't have the drop data on that. But I imagine... Very
2: flat, you're shooting pretty flat out to four you know four five, five six is this like peak the pinnacle of hold for here?
1: yep absolutely,
2: like it, is this when we reached when we reached peak laser beam cartridge development, I think so, would the seven would
0: have been better or not,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean yes and no, I mean, would have been certainly fast higher b c bullet um yeah. You've got some experience with this cartridge.
0: So I have one experience with it, and it's one of my fondest hunting memories. That's when I was moose hunting with my buddies up in Alaska. Went to a spot that they were very familiar with. They said, do you want to go moose hunting? I said, yes. Very honored that they invited me. And uh, got on a moose. Actually, um, uh, you know, one of the other guys spotted it, and they're like, you want to shoot that bull? I was like, hell yeah, I want to shoot that bull. So we clambered to the other side of the hill. Clambered. J- dropped down, made a three, uh, stacked three packs, tried to get steady. I had the old wisdom with me. Mm. And uh, with a three to 15. And I wasn't expecting, I, I knew we might get some long shooting there, but I wasn't expecting this kind of long shooting. Like I was thinking six and in, probably shots averaging about four, right? And we ranged this bull. We're not going to get closer. 733. I get down, and I'm just like – I didn't have a bipod, you know, in the old – and I just – I mean, I didn't feel steady enough to break that shot. Like, I think I probably would have killed the bull, but the crosshairs were moving. Just, you know, I mean, 733 is pretty far away, you know. A lot yep. a lot can happen. That's I was like, you know what? amount of uh,
2: self-control there. It
0: was probably the most restraint I've ever exercised. And uh, because, like, I'm not saying the crosshairs were all over the place at the same time, right? And I was like, you know, I don't know. And the bull walked into the brush. Forty-five minutes later – Well, in the meantime, my buddy Ryan had a three hundred ROM that I knew. Like, we'd been texting back and forth. He'd been doing tons of load development. Like, you know, and he's just showing me these just bug hole groups. I mean, this thing was shooting, you know, half MOA. Like, I mean, just. And uh, heavy gun built specifically for doing long-range work on big game. He had a 6-24 to HSLR on it, another scope that I like a lot. I should tell you what.
2: That's the classic.
0: And uh, so I I go, hey, Ryan, if that bull comes out again, like it was weird. It's almost like I, you know, willed it with my mind. I'm like, can I use your gun? He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. So I set it up on the packs, like same position, got on the spot where the bull was. um, And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, dude, it's on. If that thing comes out again, 45 minutes later, he comes out exact same spot, just facing the opposite direction. I run over, get on the gun. He tells me what to dial, dial it, and I remember I I go, I can kill him now. He goes, kill him. Dropped it in from 7:33, right in the pocket. He ran 20 yards, tipped over. Couldn't believe it. That was it. That's awesome. It was crazy, and so I have I have a lot of fondness for this cartridge. I I know that it works on big game at long. You know, that's one of the biggest games there is.
1: It is. I would I would agree. The largest servid in North America.
0: And certainly the long shot that I've taken on game. But like without like you know in contrast it's like you know we talk about oh what are what's your effective range? What's your you know only you know take responsible shots if you're confident at long range and that was one where I went from like hey I'm not I'm not 100% to like and you know me like I'm not like uh I guess like uh, what is it like not boisterous or whatever. But like whatever. Like yeah. but I remember I remember being like I can kill him right now. It wasn't like like, I was like, I'm going to kill him. Like, that's how that's how confident I felt with that setup, you know, knowing how the gun shot and everything. Mm-hmm.
2: And
0: it was cool.
1: Well, I think, so. yeah, I
2: think that's reasonable. I don't, yeah, I just, if you are confident, then what's the difference between somebody being confident, I'm going to hit that at 700 yards, and somebody being confident, I'm going to hit that at 300 yards. I don't know what the difference is. If I, just, you're confident, I think you it's you know the same gonna, thing. If you're confident, you know you're going to hit it. Same thing. But, uh, well, and then, of course, this thing has the has the the payload at that distance as well i mean that's that's an important factor too is that it's maintaining I'm sure it was probably still coming in pretty hot and heavy by the time it reached that distance. Oh, for sure, so that's yeah. awesome um lost my train of thought in story time, Ryan,
1: big powder capacity, maybe not that efficient, super powerful cartridge that's why we find it endearing,
0: yeah. Recoil, free recoil. I was doing some internetting. Uh, (laughs) Free Rezzy. 50% 50 greater than the standard 300, though. Oh. So, when I look at this, I go, this is a great cartridge. It's effective. Like I said, I've got a fondness for it, but I think you do need to ask uh, ask yourself the question, do you need it? Right. Right? And then I guess, do you need it with range finders, with ballistic calculators, with, you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like, there's mm. some, some different stuff in there that a person needs to consider for how they're using the cartridge, you know, what they're hunting for, mm-hmm. the distances that they're gonna be hunting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if you're primarily gonna be six and in, I know which I'm choosing.
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: Can I I know we're I know we're long, but we're always long these ten minute talks. Yeah. Can I ask Brian, why does the efficiency why does it matter? If you're buying the rounds and they're already loaded, you're not loading your own ammunition, so you're not really aware of how much powder you are or aren't using. Does the efficiency really matter?
1: Well, I mean, that's a matter of personal taste, Jim. I think that you're just
2: interested in that because you have to know how everything works and you have to get in all these intricate details. But in the end, the the fact of the matter is, like Mark just proved, 300 rum, knocks down a moose, no problemo, at a pretty significant distance. You could have done it with other calibers that are apparently more efficient but what does it matter? Sometimes I worry maybe we're, we're, we're painting these, quote, inefficient cartridges into a corner because we're like, well, that was just from an era where people didn't have rangefinders like we do today, and they just zeroed in and held for hair and all that. But if you do still, with the a cartridge like the 300 REM, if you do still plug in the data and the values and you know your oh, atmosphere sure, right? and you've got all the equipment, I mean, it's still... It still has ballistics about it. It still can be. It does very have active. ballistics. It has ballistics. Yes, it has yes. those so you know, and then just the efficiency thing. I don't know. I I I pay no mind to how much
1: powder's. In here, I, I don't just know. don't want to be wasteful, Jim. Uh,
2: well, see, that's the your tone that you're using implies that I do want to be wasteful. Do you? If I'm ignorantly wasteful, is it the same thing as being consciously wasteful? I don't know. Mark. I don't know. <laughs> ask a lot of philosophical
0: questions. Uh, yeah, on that's, a little, that's, that's a little deep for me. I mean, what I do know is
1: if a if, tree it, falls in the woods, does anybody hear it?
2: No. Because but, if you're there to observe it in any form or fashion, even if you're remotely observing it, you've already changed how that area of uh, life and, and reality is occurring. It
0: makes a sound. You're just not there. I see. 100% of the time. I don't think it makes a sound. Uh, 100% of the other times it's made a sound, it's going to make a sound then. You cannot and, prove that. You know, I think a all. person looking at this cartridge, very impressive numbers, right? Very impressive numbers. I'm the one trying to keep us on track. That's, uh, that's impressive as well. Yeah. Uh, it is. But... I mean it comes at a cost. You know what I mean? Shootability. If a person is sensitive, you know, people talk about bullet placement. No, oh, you gotta put it in the right spot. Like this cartridge is not gonna be as shootable as even a standard three hundred,
1: which got which has you know, that's not a small cartridge. Kind of you know, got a, a rep already. You're you're right, Mark. It does come at a cost. Efficiency does come at a cost. It does indeed. And Today's episode, today's cartridge, is a perfect cartridge to talk about efficiency. James, if you would, please. I'd
2: like to do that as well. Mark, we'd like to talk about things that are relatively inefficient. In fact, you, today, in bringing this tremendous level of pronounce to the podcast and not using a single one of them, I'd like to point out, have also proven our fact. In fact, right behind this little... This little flag, this wood flag. Oh, no. What you see here is that our good friend, MC Ryan, has actually... I'm starting to believe that this has been planned. This is a setup. This was orchestrated. So, Catherine,
1: I can't
0: believe you were part of this. I can't also, believe you played party. Ryan, did
1: you pick those ones up off the floor? These are the ones he threw on the ground
2: earlier some before the, the episode. Ground, just as if they don't even yeah, matter. Yeah, well, I planned on recycling them later. As if later. they don't even matter. Um, this right here, Mark, when he's done with these episodes, he carelessly leaves his pronouns behind. You, Many of you know about Mark's pronouns. I'm embarrassed. they showed up in this, uh, the spaghetti shootout they showed up in many episodes before. Uh, he carelessly leaves them behind. MC Ryan has been collecting them for the last 6 months. Now, <laughs> mind you, we've been podcasting now for 4 years I'm roughly make speaking. Make sure these
0: are are all printouts.
2: MC Ryan they are. Incredibly. Oh, and there's some gems in there, Mark. Things that you printed out that I guarantee you don't even realize you printed <laughs> out. In color, mind they you. Are. In color. They're, uh... um... So, over six months, this is actually counted. And, and honestly, huge props to MC Ryan for doing this, because I guarantee God. he did it, like, at home, at night. What is while, some like, sort of printout intervention? Watching a, a murder mystery, but... Uh, last six months, 311 pages. Estimated cost in paper and toner, $9.12. Approximate trees used, 3% of one tree. There's about 10,000 pages in one tree when it comes to paper making. That's, again, six months. If we ex- extrapolate that over four years, I'd like to point out $9.12, the amount of money you've cost the business. <laughs> Uh, comes yeah. out to about a seventy-two dollars and ninety-six cents. Okay, t- costing the business, Jim. What we're
0: creating here, this is a product. Not this to is, mention, this is an audio and visual product. There are costs incurred oh, when you're making vi- a product. It's visual. This is a right? cost of doing the business. That's
2: occurred when people go over to the printer and they wonder, where's all the paper? What's with the toner? The guy keeps coming out oh, yeah. over and over. Do you to want to know what? The toner. Guess what? And then they all have important things to print out, and they can't because this. Is what everything that they've had has gone to. There's some notes written on this. Look at look at this. Here we go. Here's a perfect example. Mark printed off this web page. Catherine's over there with the camera. Uh, this right here. This does nothing for Mark on our podcast. This is actually just that's he not hit my control That's not mine. You're gonna that's call MC mine. Ryan out now.
1: You're that's gonna say mine.
2: MC Ryan lied. Mark Control-P, what he did was he wanted one little bit of information. He just hit Control-P on the whole webpage and got everything, including sometimes the ads, including sometimes on Wikipedia articles, the references sections that are multiple pages long, including full-page color images inc- like this one. I don't make this the is- websites. That's right, Mark. You don't make the websites because you don't know how to make
1: it. This website, sheet left intentionally blank. But- that yeah. sheet
2: was blank. He actually con- Because he I bring that. a pen, what if I wanted to write on that? You didn't know that you were going to end up writing on that page, Mark. You oftentimes also bring a notebook that you usually write on just the first page of and then ditch. This is also, uh, that, that's according to Ryan, MC Ryan, that is. So there's some really good stuff in here, Mark. Yeah. Um, here's, an, yeah, just countless examples. So we wanted to point this out because, actually, Mark, what we've done is we've done something for you. We've we've tried to offset your impact on the environment and also on this business and this company, as a whole, by dedicating one of the new trees outside of Vortex <laughs> Optics over by Lake Calhoun. Uh, we've dedicated one of the trees to you. It, it is Thank now. Thank you. When do we get to make paper out of it? <laughs> Uh, Mark, no, this one's yours. You have to try and keep it alive. It is your responsibility. We've already brought this up uh, amongst all of the uh, all of the ownership here uh, at Fortex. Um, even it's Thank even you. gone up it's so an far honor. Uh, as to the CEO's approval, um, <laughs> and so everybody's on board. This tree is now is now 100 yours. So maybe but you can feel as though you've given back a little bit. That um, is, and is it planted already? She's in the it ground, is already. Baby. It is already. But it's you'll be you'll be responsible for you know watering do I, it. And do I get a watering can? Well, Actually, it's, yeah. See, Ryan has one. It's uh, funny right you asked here. that, Mark. Because as asked.
1: part of today's segment, we're gonna go take a gander. Look at this. Look at, Look at
0: that. This. Yeah, we can.
2: Thank you. Oh my gosh. This is your uh, this is your watering can, Mark. So lightly used, with great responsibility. Oh, yeah. I mean, power. I mean, you know, inefficiency with great inefficiency comes great <laughs> given responsibility. Well, now we'll keep it alive. Thank you. That's
0: It's an honor. Thank you. And I will be, uh, I will try to be more conscious of my paper use. The paperless office is a myth, by the way. <laughs> and also maybe I could get like a sponsorship from like uh, from a like, paper company. From like Michael we have Scott. Lots of, we've got
2: lots of paper companies here in Wisconsin. They like me. Do they? There's actually a uh, coalition, multiple coalitions, I believe, that are are solely dedicated to trying to eradicate people like yourself from from eliminating all trees from the earth. They grow the trees for the paper.
0: They're paper trees. Did we cover the 300 room? We did. We did. Mark. Is this going to be part of the podcast for the people that just they just wanted to hear about the
1: 300? Well, we like yes. I said, it's it will be. Maybe it's inefficient. But, man, do we love it. I think you've summed it up. Man, do we love it.
2: For some reason. I take Then I take that as a compliment. There you have it, everybody. 300 rum, the mark of cartridges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until next time, good shooting. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. See ya. Control P. Is this what you guys were planning the other day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That I walked in on. I walked in on a meeting with all of the people that I work with except me.
2: This was it. I've been wondering for he two weeks. Mark, You, the, I wish I could have found one while we were on the podcast recording. But there's so many. Like, Actually, here's a really good example. This is obviously the bottom of a webpage on the Vortex Optics website. I don't that's think that's That's just recommending either. So, other products you might be interested in. So that, he actually printed this to take to a podcast once. Why would I have printed that? Mark, I, mean, I don't know. These, just these don't are the things like, that I can't actually, I can't figure out. There's a lot of these. That, uh, you must have printed out our website quite frequently. Control P. Uh, Control P. Here's just an entirely blank piece of paper. Sometimes it prints a blank one at the very end. Was that an admission? Oh, look at this. Yeah. Here, look. Full page color, almost full page. Circled I'm mistaken. He did circle something you were getting at something there. That looks yeah. like it was from the. Uh, I remember that episode. Maybe the 300 hammer or yep. yeah. There are some gems. The, the best the, is the when I got to papers. 16. What was it, Ryan? 16 pages of Wikipedia references at one point, just all in a row. <laughs> a lot of good information there. They're yeah. trying to get me to um,
0: donate to Wikipedia for a while. We'll a pop up with be because
1: you on. keep using their stuff for free.
0: Yeah, I know, but like it seemed um. I didn't trust it. I'll
2: trust the information. I didn't trust the pop-up. I'll trust this free information on the internet.
1: <laughs> we need that for the pile. <laughs>
2: I'm still using them.
1: Later we're gonna grind we this into paper mache and.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? We could make uh, a statue. Mulch or oh uh, um, Wait, what is th- What's this? Like uh, we could grind it up and put it by the tree.
2: <laughs> what's that? The oh, the suggestions. We could make a suggestion worm bedding bedding
1: out of it. That's true. Well, a lot of oh tone. look at
2: this! This is the one I was looking for. Look at that! Look at that gentleman. That has extra weight to it. It does because of all the toner. <laughs> and also, toner weighs <laughs> You're talking about
0: like ooh stack ups at the printer. I'm the only one that uses it. False. I'm keeping it warm. It's like uh, if you let it. What, what happens when you let a car sit for twenty years, if Jim? Is that good for the
1: car? Don't use it. Do you lose it?
2: Is that what you're worried about, Mark? Are you worried that we're going to get rid of the printer if you stop using it? I would buy a printer if we got rid of the printer. 311 pages in 6 months, Mark. I think that's light.
1: That's more than a paper a day! Yeah, I print at least once a day. So you're saying that what's here is not an accurate representation of what has actually happened. Awesome, that
2: was just a... This is just the stuff that MC Ryan actually got when Mark would leave it behind. I mean, imagine all the times he's thrown it out that Ryan couldn't get it, or that you know he's printed and it didn't right, make that, it into the room. Um, let's get that paper sponsorship. If you want to sponsor Mark with paper, just please don't. But if you do, let us know. Please do. Until then, we got a treat. Mark's of water. gonna be trying to grow his own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mark, do you want to go see your tree? No, yeah,
2: let's go. Let's check out. Let's go check out your tree, but make sure we fill that up on the way out. <laughs>